Hey, JT. Hey, Jeremy. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, buddy, what's up? Do you want to watch this movie? It's way back from the 80s. I never watch it anymore. Not since I had cable TV. I might have really liked it, but maybe not. I guess we'll just have to see. Would you want to watch this movie? I can't promise it's a good movie. Let's proceed. December 16th, 1987, with a Metacritic score of 53, I present to you a movie in which Kurt Russell, a handyman, kidnaps Goldie Hawn, a rich lady, amidst her experiencing massive head trauma, and who ultimately succumbs to the biggest case ever of Stockholm Syndrome, escalating him into a life of luxury. Or, you know, as we used to think of it in the 1980s, this movie Overboard, where this evil rich lady gets a taste of her own medicine. Because, <laughs> you know, she bumps her noggin there, and we don't talk about, like, concussions and whatnot. You know, she just experienced a little of that temporary amnesia. No, no. You know, you just wrap a bandage around the head and everything's fine. You know, it's just like a light tap on the dome over there. Anyhow, during this time, she becomes like a normal working woman, learning how hard life can really be for so many people. After learning her lesson, she recovers her memories. You know, there's some kind of minor made-up drama tension for like, let's say, four or five minutes. And then, uh, then you know, happily ever after, they get back together. And, and you know, why? True love. <laughs> so, which take the... the Oh my gosh, what was this movie really about? Holy crap. Yeah, she he he kidnapped her. <laughs> or like the 80s, you know, lighthearted comedy romp that it probably was meant to be. Which one are we going with, JT? Um Oh man, that's a this is tough because like I want to go with the the current day version, but the point of would you watch is to try to channel the 80s. So I feel like I I feel like we should do the comedy romp one. All right. Fine. So, yeah, so we're just going to say, though, like, she's terrible. And again, an 80s shtick, like, she had it coming kind of thing, right? So, uh, Goldie Hawn is some rich lady, maybe an heiress, maybe not like a princess kind of thing, probably just like a spoiled brat, what we would, what we would probably equate to, like, the, this era's... Actually, I don't know anything about the... The, the, what, the celebutante? Is that yeah. the phrase? Yeah. Yeah, she's like that, I think. Okay. All right. And again, she's going to get her comeuppance in this in this little film here because she's a bad person. So she's got to get comeuppance because that's how that works. So I don't know. Kurt Russell is like a handyman. I think she's docked and something's wrong with the boat and he comes on to fix it. And not only does she, she treat him badly, I'm also going to assume like she tries to stiff him or something like, like doesn't want to pay the bill, some, whatever it is. And she tries to get away with it and falls off the boat. Okay, and it's like a micro yacht. I don't know. It's like bigger than a boat you and I might pilot around, but it's not like mega yachts, right? It's in that okay. between. But she's got like a staff, and I think they live on the boat. And it's probably one of those. I'm going to assume I'm right that there's the the nice butler who who would always tolerate her horribleness the whole time, but he's okay. really like the nice guy, right? Like uh, Hector Elizondo Dido from uh, Pretty Woman. 
Got it. Okay. That guy. All right. So she falls off the boat and she does have amnesia and Kurt Russell saves her. Maybe she washes up to shore. I don't really remember how they get back together. And he has this like inspired moment. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get my, my, my comeuppance on this lady. And I think she, he basically says she saved, he saved her life and she has to pay off her debts to get out or something. But again, in, in a modern look back, he kidnapped her and he's got like four boys and, not only does he make her his maid, but I guess sort of the babysitter. <laughs> I, um, what, what, there was an old term for that, like from um, the singing movie on the mountain. The, an au pair? Yeah. She's sort of like an au pair, but again, has been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like a light kidnapping. So, okay. So, so the other thing is, and I don't remember exactly how, how much of this is there is in the story, but her parents realize she's gone missing and they're the rich people who actually made the family fortune and they know she's terrible. So they're like, yeah, we'll just pretend not to have heard this for a little while. Like we'll just kind of chill out. Right. It's, this is a movie full of very good people, JT. (laughs) Clearly. Very good people. (laughs) All right. So, She's living in Kurt Russell's house, keeping it clean, watching the kids. And sure enough, she actually turns out to do a great job. Like she actually, with amnesiac inspired, uh, whatever living, she's actually a good mother who enforces rules and creates boundaries and raises the kids well. And I guess they fall in love. Like Kurt Russell starts to realize, you know, wait, maybe she's actually a good person under it all. And then again, some contrived drama is going to ensue. Maybe she bumps her head again. And, you know, it's not a big deal. You don't go to the hospital because you bump your head <laughs> hard enough to lose and or gain memory. <laughs> <laughs> Nor again do you call the authorities should you have been kidnapped. Kidnapped, surely not. Right. You just <laughs> you just roll with it all. Right. Actually, I don't think she knew she was kidnapped. I think she thought this guy saved her life and she really owed him something. I don't think they played it off like – because it definitely was a funny movie. But it's just when you look at it, you're like, right. that's a little creepy. Fair. It's a little creepy. All right. So then, anyhow, some kind of conflict ensues at the end where she's got to go back to her heiress ways. But they've now actually fallen in love. And I think the boys have to convince Kurt Russell to go go get her, Dad. Don't, you know, because she's going to, you know, yacht away or something from whatever town <laughs> that they're moored at. And I guess he's regretted kidnapping her, but actually fell, you know. So again, it's like the the movie might as well be called Stockholm Syndrome, a comedy. <laughs> I like that. Need a grump. And Edward Herman plays the dad. Would you watch it? Um, yes, I'm just I'm going to give this a straight up. Yes, I would watch this. So I do want to. There's a but. So I have my my five questions, my top five questions about this movie. But I want to I want to say. Three things first. One, I'm so excited that you use the word moored and dome in the description of this. Like if if I could have picked two words that certainly would not have happened to me today, those are both on the list and I'm very happy they did. It's that uh, 365 words a year calendar app I've been, uh, I've been working on. I mean, it's worth, it's working for you worth every penny. Uh, So I, I also want to weigh in and let you know. So I did watch the trailer as always. 
Um, and you are missing one thing, but didn't. You actually are right, but then phrased it wrong. This okay. is a straight up kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So it's not, uh, he doesn't give her any truth from the trailer anyway. He shows up in the hospital she's in and goes, honey, and says that she's his wife. Oh. So this is not, right. yeah. There is no like, hey, you owe me one. This is a straight up, I'm going to trick you and get your money. And he just like puts the screws to her straight out of the gate. This is a straight up kidnapping. <laughs> It's kind of one of those things as I think back upon it, you know, in the modern day, the way they do different recuts of movies and everything, it'd be funny to recut this. Like the whole thing's actually the sinister plot to become a rich guy. Well, and so here's the thing. So that wasn't actually the case. He, what, what, so what did he want to do? Just teach her a little lesson? I think it started as like a little thing and then became like one of those, like the, the, the got out of his own control. Like he created this Frankenstein's monster. Like, you meant to play a little prank on her, and then instead, you know, full-on kidnapped her. Got it. Yeah, so, because watching it, I'm watching it with 2021 eyes, right? Or 2019, whenever my brain stopped working. But, like, I'm watching it currently, so I looked at this as though it was a land grab for her capital. Like, that was just immediately where my head went. But then as you were describing it, I was like, oh, is he just getting her back because she fired him or something? Like, it was crazy. I think it's that. I, I'm, I'm, like... I'm certain that the falling in love thing was a co not a coincidence was an outcome. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was more a he maybe he was trying to maybe he picked like an amount of hours he worked he had lost or something. I can't remember the you know I don't know the rubric per se, Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump into my my five questions. So the first one I'm going to ask is not about the movie, but it's just about something that comes from the movie, which is. Is there a better celebrity couple than Russell and Hawn? Benifer? They didn't last. Brangelina? Brang Brang didn't last. Kanyardashadin? No longer lasting. <laughs> I can't think of any other celebrity couples that are broken up. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Um... Uh, um, the tall guy from Shawshank, our, our buddy, uh, Andy Dufresne, the, the actor is... Oh, Tim Robbins? That guy. It, uh, him and Susan Sarandon, I think, is another one of these, like, 30-year... Oh. I think that's a very long Hollywood relationship. Where they're actually say, both celebrity, like, both, yeah. So Tom Hanks and his wife are both actors. I always forget Literal her name. Fun. Yep. And then the other one I was thinking of was Matthew Broderick and uh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. That's another good one. By the way, Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson are in a movie called Volunteers, which is on the list of movies to pitch you. Uh, uh, would you watch? Ooh, so interesting. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, and 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 by the way, well, it's not. It wasn't next on the list, but it it was it was pretty close for contention. Just saying. Okay. Uh, all right. So the answer is probably. I mean, there's a few, but like they're in the pantheon of best celebrity couples of all time for sure. And for I sure. just went. I went looking just to see. They did not meet on this movie. They met on a movie in the 60s and then again on a movie before this. But a lot of people, if you go into Google and go, where did they meet? This is the first movie that comes up, which means this must be like a, a, a penultimate movie when people think of these two together. Well, it, it's funny you say that because if you recall, right, before, right as we were finishing up prep, I was, uh, wait, let me go look up one last thing. I was accidentally about to, you know, poor memory insert the, yeah, I think they met on this movie thing. And I was like, you know, I should just know that before saying it. Right. As a Thor, you know, 
because <laughs> we know that the the level of uh, of information that people gain from our podcast is like life changing. Yes, we are highly influential in the television and movie space, so it's important that we're are, we're factually accurate, especially uh, in the Hanoi region. Big in Hanoi. <laughs> so, uh, in 2018. Anna Ferris and Eugenio Derbix were cast in a remake of this. And it looks to me, I watched that trailer too. It looks like they did a gender switchy switchy. So Anna Ferris was the worker and Eugenio Derbix was the person and something I'm assuming happened to him. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even make it all the way through that trailer. <laughs> so because of that, if you had to recast it better than those two with today's stars, who do you cast in this? Do I need to take into account the real life nature of them? No. Oh, just any two contemporary actors. Yeah. I'm just saying that. So there's a remake of this in 2018 and it was with Anna Ferris, who is moderately famous. And then Eugenio Derbix, who is moderately not. So I'm wondering if you could recast this today with two, whoever you want, who would it be so that the movie would get better airplay and maybe force better writing? Cause the trailer was brutal. A good question. I'm tempted to pick either a Channing Tatum, Ooh, who one. might be on the young side, but who I really want, though I think, like, again, if I have to do it right today, I think he might be too old for the role, would be um, Terry Crews. Oh, that's fun. I think Terry Crews could pull off that, like, handyman, you know, good yeah. guy. Like, wait, what? Like, I could, you could, I could see him doing, again, the light kidnapping that this movie. Right. A mild kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then for her, she's got to pull off the the heiress, rich, snobby kind of thing. The debut, the celebutante thing. What about, and we just talked about it recently, what about an Emma Stone, maybe? I mean, Carrie Crews, Emma Stone is hysterical. I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like it. All right. I could also... I could have seen, it's funny because we, we, the family, we just watched Mean Girls. I could have seen Lindsay Lohan in this if her arc had like stayed on the Mean Girls uh, right. track, like if she had been who I think we thought she was going to be. Uh, yeah. I could have seen her or uh, uh, Regina St. George herself. So for some reason, speaking of celebrity couples, a, a different celebrity couple's kid came to mind when I was thinking, again, I haven't seen it, but just like if I had to recast it cold, Dakota Johnson, which is Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson's kid. Oh. Uh, I like her a lot. And she, she does the comedy thing, I think, really well. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of hers. For some reason, I was like, oh, she like has like a Melanie, well, she has a Melanie Griffith thing, which is kind of like a somewhat of a Goldie Hawn thing, <laughs> depending. Right. Uh, okay. Third question, what's one thing that you would do in this movie differently to make it a 70 plus on Metacritic instead of the 53 that it is? Well, could I just have, you know, like slightly less, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Kidnapping? Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Like <laughs> if there's a way that maybe, you know, again, like, you know, my memory was the, oh, maybe he, he saved her life and then like brought her into her house and she woke up. Like my, I misremembered this to give Kurt Russell, I guess, a bit more benefit of the doubt than he, than he even had, even while sort of realizing it was, it was kind of shady, but, but give it that. Okay. So instead he, she is, she is the, 
she is washing up at shore or something. She's like unconscious. And he's picked her up out of the water. He's brought her into her house. He lives like on the coast. Like he's maybe he's a fisherman or something. So he brings her in just to like revive her. He's even called maybe a, the, the 911 or a local ambulance or something. She wakes up, no memory, and is like, honey? Like he's, she's misremembered him. And he's like, ha, yeah, no. And like, you know, like she, now he's ignoring her. And he gets on the phone back. She's like, oh, he's, he, or he's like, hey, she's awake. It's okay. Thanks. I got it. And then like Wall started to chat and I don't know how you do it, but you have him sort of have this like jokey, like, you know, you do owe me all something. Right. And you kind of play it off. Right. 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 He accidentally like kidnaps her. Right. So his, so he, so he saves her and then sort of like to get his payback, he's like, I'm going to let this go on for two days and let her like fix around my house and watch the kids as payback. And then I'm going to send her on her way. And then on day two, they fall in love to make it way less kidnapping. Exactly. Like, and maybe even not to have a stay, like maybe, you know, remember in the original, the yacht has actually, part of the shtick is the yacht has, I was about to say flown off. The yacht has sailed away. (laughs) (laughs) The yacht's gone, man. There's no yacht. It's gone. So so same shtick, like maybe actually, he was a handyman hired through some third party, witnessed her as being terrible, but actually doesn't know her name, maybe. So ah. like he's just keeping her safe in the guest room, trying to figure out who she is and That's Googling. Good. And like she, he's on social media. Like he's looking for rich people on Instagram and like finding photos and like calling the wrong one. And there's some of that shtick ensues. So yeah, I like it. So he basically is keeping her safe, but allowing her to think that they're married because he doesn't want her to run away. That's a much better, not that that's like, that puts him in a much better light. <laughs> right. Like he, she's just in a room and he's feeding her and like, yeah, he's messing with her. He's not like a perfect, he's no saint. Okay. He's not like right. what he's doing is technically wrong, but he really has nowhere else to go. Um, I guess he should call a hospital would be the smart thing. Okay. But maybe he doesn't think of that or, or the, the, a friend's like, nah, man, you can't call the hospital. Then they'll think you did it and whatever. Right. Yeah. You can, you can write your way out of that corner. Yeah. Yeah. You can write your way out of that corner. All right. That's a great answer. Okay. I just need to know, am I, am I greenlit? Oh, you're greenlit for that one for sure. Yeah. Thanks buddy. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, okay. Question four. Kirsten Bell. What about Kristen Bell? Kirsten Bell? Kristen Bell, she'd be Kristen. hilarious. Actually, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard together would be hysterical in this movie, and they're married in real life. Interesting. Dax Shepard. Interesting. Yeah, because he could pull that off. Yeah. He's a Detroit guy. Like, that's who he is in, in real life. He's like a grease monkey. Like, that's his thing. I kind of like now actually just want to write this whole thing up and like put it on the internet and see if things happen. Let's that, do it. That's, that's happened before. Uh, it sure has. I mean, the only thing that would hurt you is that they literally tried this two years ago. <laughs> You don't have to work. call it overboard. This is the Goonies theory. Exactly. Just make the movie and don't call it the Goonies again. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, question four, best Goldie Hawn performance. Private Benjamin, Swing Shift, Wildcats, Overboard. Private Benjamin, Swing Shift, Wildcats, Overboard. I'm going to go Wildcats, Private Benjamin, Overboard, Swing Shift. That's how I like to see him. One, two, three, four. We've got the trophy. All right. Perfect. Now, uh, last question, as always. 
on a scale, I, I did something a little different this week. Let's see if you pick up on it. Oh boy. On a scale from Philadelphia Experiment to Dead Calm, rate this movie. Okay. Um, well, let's just be clear. It's no Wildcats. Well, it's no Wildcats, but here's here's why I'm proud of, of my scale this week. Right. Not only are both these would you watches, they are both movies that involve boats from the 80s. <laughs> So this is like um, oh, a a 150% better version of Summer Rental, which just also happens to have boats. Okay. That's pretty good. I mean, that's like I pretty mean, good. I'll say that, but I, I did accidentally rewatch. I think when we first kicked off some of our discussions about like the movies you shouldn't rewatch and things like that, Summer Rental was one of those that figured heavily because my wife and I put it on I don't know, like a year, two years ago. And both of us had not seen it probably since the 80s. And it was just so terrible. I'm like, but I remember this funny stuff. Right. So. All those movies. Summer Rental's not good. But Scully's <laughs> Match of the Day will, will, will stay in my rip torn as this terrible shanty cook. And yeah, we're not talking about Summer Rental. But we could be because it's related to Overboard. <laughs> terrible boat movies of the 80s. <laughs> there's our next top five list uh okay so it's a much better summer rental which means now i get to pick what we're doing for our next would you watch what are my options now first i just made sure that next week's options do not include any movies involving just for the last time of the day any kidnapping any kidnapping at all i realize this is definitely again our word cloud of the day like kidnapping's in 48 point font right now. It's big and it's right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I give you, and again, just let me know if you've seen them. First option, Manhattan Project, possibly the Manhattan Project. Nope. Okay. And Hiding Out. Ooh. Um, hiding Out feels like a really generic movie title, which makes me think maybe I've seen it, maybe I haven't, but it definitely doesn't ring a bell immediately. I know I haven't seen Manhattan Project, so let's go with that one for now. So you you picked Manhattan Project, right? I did. All right. Very good. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm already like, I'm having instant flashbacks to that movie right now because I actually have a very fond memory for this one. We'll see awesome. if it holds up in, in, in my little wonky world. Yeah, we'll see if it holds up in Jeremy Court. All right, well, uh, you know, I don't want to go overboard, but I think we're done. Ouch. <laughs> you still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Go.